News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, lawyers for former solicitor Michael Lynn have said he has instructed them to file an immediate appeal against his conviction and sentence and has called on the Oireachtas to set up a tribunal into banking in Ireland. Uh, Kieran Mulholland is Michael Lynn's solicitor. He joins us now. Uh, Kieran, what's the basis that Michael Lynn will appeal this? Good morning, Shane, and good morning to your listeners. Um, yes, I am instructed by Michael Lynn and acted in the, the recent trial. Michael Lynn is instructed that we file an appeal not only against his conviction, but also against his sentence. So your listeners might note that Michael was convicted of 10 counts of theft from banking institutions during the Celtic Tiger years. Um, it was a second trial. The majority of the counts, the, the other 11 counts, the jury for a second time were unable to reach a verdict. And yesterday at Dublin Circuit Criminal Court, the prosecution entered what's known as a nully. Uh, so essentially those charges were withdrawn. So as things stand, an appeal is being, is being filed, is being prepared and being filed in respect to that conviction, but also in addition to that, the gravity of the sentence handed down at the court yesterday afternoon. Is there a particular issue in which you plan to appeal? Can you go? Can you re- disclose what that is? Can you say what that is? Um, I suppose um, I wouldn't be at liberty to get into the specifics of the appeal at present. Um, um, suffice to say that Michael Lynn does not um, accept uh, the the counts of guilt that have been returned by the jury and the circumstances in which they were they were returned. Okay. Can I ask you about his call for the Oireachtas to set up a, a tribunal of inquiry into, into banking of Ireland, uh, into banking in Ireland? Uh, look, Kieran, you're his representative. You're you're not um, you're you're not Michael Lynn himself. But I have to put it to you: a lot of people listen this morning and say a little bit rich for a convicted fraudster uh, to uh, be calling for a banking inquiry uh, to be set up. Yeah, well, I think everybody, irrespective of what their views are or what society or public opinions views on have an entitlement and express that entitlement, if anybody was following the trial, the initial trial or the retrial, um, no, one would be in a, in a state of... Uh, I suppose one would have essentially a hell of a lot more questions than answers. It hasn't brought any form of conclusion to the proceedings or what was going on at the time. What did, what was proven during the course of the proceedings is what is what we all know that there was reckless banking mm-hmm. in and around that period of the Celtic Tiger years, um, and there was a cavalier manner in which the banks conducted themselves. No, I, I don't. I don't think anyone for a minute. Would, uh, would believe, um, should they believe that Michael Lynn uh, is guilty of the theft of which he's been convicted of, that he was able to mastermind this all on, on, all on his own. Yeah, um, we did have a banking inquiry. Um, uh, it, it reported uh, an Oireachtas inquiry. What, what's the point of having it? You know, we, we pretty much know what happened uh, during the banking yeah. uh, crash, during, during, suppose, during, the, during suppose, those Celtic Yeah, years. yeah, no, I, I hear you, Shane. I suppose the terms of reference in the initial banking inquiry back in 2016, I believe, we would say it doesn't go far enough. It doesn't look further uh, into the culture of the lending practices, how unregulated those lending practices were, and in particular, on um, 
mortgages and which undertaking only were being provided because that was the culture at the time. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people listening to this show this morning um, are struggling on the, on the property ladder, either can't get a mortgage or can get nowhere near even dreaming of getting to, to that stage. And what we had was banks throwing money at people, but also not only throwing money at people, whereas those individuals, applicants, ha- didn't have to put any collateral forward whatsoever. They had to give a, an undertaking only. Yeah, and then absolutely, when- absolutely. Look, crazy things happened. Uh, there's absolutely no no doubt about that. Unjustifiable uh, things happened. But I, I suppose to come back to the, the question I asked you at the, at the outset, I mean, Michael Lynn, for him to, 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 to make this charge, I mean, he's just looking to spread the blame here rather than some people would say, facing up to his own responsibilities. I mean, he's fought this every step of the way. He fought extradition. Now he's been convicted. He's now trying to spread the blame and blame others for what happened instead of actually facing up to what he's done and taking responsibility for what he's done. Well, look, I, th- I think Michael has faced the music. No, Michael was extradited. And what was said, what was indicated was Michael fought the extradition tooth and nail and at every stage. Um, if one looks at it, the extradition proceedings, which were in, in Brazil, the, the documents weren't translated for several years later. Some of those documents weren't translated for up to four years. No, I, I, I work in extradition law, and it's inconceivable to believe if anybody was before an extradition court in Ireland that they would have to wait several years to get their hands in extradition papers. Mm. The narrative changed somewhat from the outset until what that case was presented before the courts in Ireland, and even get, again at a second trial in Ireland. So for Michael the challenge, the charge in which he's before the court, he's quite entitled to do that. Everyone's entitled to do that. And everyone is entitled to the presumption of innocence. And that presumption of innocence, in my view, was somewhat diminished on Michael's behalf in the manner in which the guard, the, the guard he handled it and the manner in which the media was reporting on it. And so much so that and you're absolutely entitled to that, to that opinion. What about contrition? What about facing up to that? You, you, that you, I don't think anyone doubts that what he did is wrong. Uh, we, we can quibble over uh, the extent of the charges or whatever, but he did wrong. What about facing up to his responsibility? Um, I, yesterday, I, I, I wasn't at the court, but leading to report, listening to reports of it, there was a lot of focus on how difficult things are for him. What about facing up to the wrong he has done? Well, I believe Michael has dealt with that very succinctly in court. He give out, he's now given evidence in two occasions, and I don't believe in any of those occasions that he's painted himself as some form of shrinking violet. No, he's, he's held his hands up, in my view. He, is, he, he has said in open court on the roof that he made decisions that he would regret, that he wouldn't have, wouldn't have done again. Um, and these are, these are decisions and things that were carried out as a young man in his 30s during a, a toxic period within the Irish economy. So does Michael accept that there was wrongdoing? Does Michael accept that he could have done things differently? No, I, I believe he does, and I believe mm. he's addressed that in open court, Jim. Uh, just very finally, uh, the paper's reporting uh, today, uh, the Irish Times reporting that once back in Ireland, uh, they're, they're alleging that uh, Michael Lynn used uh, money, uh, this is the allegation being made, used money to fund a money laundering scheme which centred on the purchase of properties here through several front companies. This is after his return to Ireland. Well, um, look, Shane, Michael Lynn's been back in Ireland for some time now. Um, the, one thing about monies, if they're being transferred in and out of accounts, though they can be quite easily followed. Um, and I think it's, I would accept with some circumspect that, that that is the case. I understand the investigation is at an early stage, so it wouldn't be appropriate for me to say anything further than that. 
Um, but I can certainly say and put on the record that Michael Lynn certainly denies any involvement in money laundering. OK, we'll leave it there. Kieran Mulholland, Michael Lynn solicitor, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.